Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome everybody to Uncluttered and Unfiltered with Eden and Christine. And today we are very excited to share with you a topic that we've brushed on before, but not, not from the perspective that we're going to bring it to you now. And the topic is menopause. And we're bringing it to you from a community perspective. Yes. We went to our Ladies Only Facebook page. We asked you to tell us about the symptoms you attribute to menopause. We are not physicians. No, we are not. We are not psychologists. We (laughs) are not not. qualified to treat you for your menopausal symptoms. What we can do is validate you. Yes. And commiserate with you. Yes. And let you know you're not alone. That's the main thing, ladies. You are not alone in this menopause struggle. Um, But- I'm coming from the other side. I'm 61. And so we're going to talk about how it is on the other side as well. If you're in your forties or fifties, we have uh, a little something for you from our friend, Dr. Rebecca Richmond, who yes. was on our show as a guest when we talked, when we talked about and tackled sex over 50, Yes, she has a lot to say about the subject of menopause and we will spend an episode with her down the road. But for today, we wanted you to at least know that the comments you made have been read by her, seen by her. Nobody has sent up any crazy red flags like where she was saying, oh, see me immediately. We're all just kind of doing the same deal, experiencing menopause in different ways, but nobody is shocking anybody here. No. So before we get started, though, I want to talk about something that you posted, Christine, over on our Instagram stories. Now, I think most of us are familiar with Facebook, Instagram, other social media sources. But if you're not checking in on our Instagram specifically on a regular basis, you could miss something like an Instagram story, which is different than a a post you may have seen elsewhere. So I love that. You were so excited about a product. Now, we've all experienced the the episode where you talked about all the different products you love. But when you stumbled on a new one, you were like, okay. Well, I've now shared all of these other things. I have to share this latest one. Well, especially for women over 50, if I find something that to me is worth sharing, I have to talk about it because I feel like I am the connoisseur of beauty products when it comes to women over 50. I will try anything once. And I also give my very honest opinion, which sometimes, you know, is not a great opinion if I really didn't like something, but this I absolutely love for crepey skin. And this is the perfect episode to talk about it because it's crepey skin that is part of menopausal symptoms. And I had tried everything. I had tried oils. I tried a million lotions, moisturizers, you name it. 
And I heard about this somewhere else on social media. I said, okay, I'm going to try this myself. And we should start by saying this is not a commercial. No. This is not a brand ambassador moment. No, nothing. And when you hear the product, you'll know for sure it's not. No. But um, you also have very sensitive skin to fragrances and so forth. Yes, very sensitive skin. Lay it on us. Um, It is the Gold Bond Skin Renewal. It's for crepey skin. Specifically, it says that on the the Yeah, it specifically says for crepey skin. So that's, they had me at that. And I used it. And within 48 hours, I thought, I'm losing my mind. This can't be really working that fast. And I looked down, I was driving, and I'm like, whose arms are those? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what what am I doing different? I really had forgotten. And, I mean, the stuff's like a miracle. Now, I'm not saying it, you know, it's going to erase every line or wrinkle on your body. I'm not saying that at all. But it just helps with that crepey skin, and it's... I love it. And I'm not getting paid one dime. They didn't send it to me. Nothing. No, I am sharing. Target, I bought I it at Target. And um, I, we are here to share things that we may find that we love for all our ladies over 50 so that they don't have to do the work themselves. And the funny thing about this was she teased me with it. She texted <laughs> me and said, I'm posting an Instagram story because I found this product, creepy skin. And then she goes on to say, and you can get it at the drugstore. And I thought, wait a minute. What's the brand? And she said, Gold Bond. And I looked and it's what I use. And so I told my husband the story because I'm very suggestible. So he laughs whenever I come up with, I'm going to go try this, right. try that. And so he laughed and goes, you don't have crepey skin. I said, aha, because I already oh. use it. <laughs> I love that. So I don't know either if it definitely works, if it's psychosomatic or what, but you're saying to me and I'm looking and at And you're your looking skin, at my arms. So it definitely have, works, everybody. I mean, we're 57 and 61 and we don't have creepy skin. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I mean, not hurting us. Right. It's not, I don't know what it's made of really. I mean, I looked at, I looked at the glue. back, but I, yeah. And at this point, um, so anyway, there are things that we'll be sharing through different episodes. If we find something we re- really love for all you ladies out there. Yeah. And rest assured, if we tell you about it, it's because we really do believe it's in your best interest, not because someone's sliding right. us some money to tell right. you that. You'll always know the difference on this show between a paid advertisement and us just truly right. saying to you, please, you know, give it a shot. Okay, so menopause. I like this quote from Stevie Nicks because you've got to remember, she lives a very different life than us. Yes. Uh, lead singer of Fleetwood Mac and then soloist. Right. Everybody right. knows Stevie Nicks, right? The last thing you do when you think of a rock star is... Think of them going through the same menopausal symptoms no, you because are. That makes you feel old. If you think that Stevie Nicks is old enough to go through menopause, there you go. That here's, made me feel old. Here's go a ahead. quote. Rock and menopause do not mix. It is not good. It sucks. <laughs> and every day I fight it to the death or at the very least to not let it take me over. I just thought that was inspiring to know that there are other people out there that are feeling this, even though you would never ever think about it like that. Did you have anything from our uncluttered and unfiltered ladies only page that really spoke to you? Well, first of all, I want you all to know I read each and every one and so did Eden. And I really, it made me feel like a community by reading them because I felt like I wasn't alone out there. I definitely am coming from a different perspective being a 61 year old versus 49, 50, 55, because I did suffer from different things at different stages through it. Um, But, you know, 
I think we're all pretty much suffering. None of them sounded abnormal or weird to me, which that was another thing I noticed. So no, I think I wrote here, everyone is different when it comes to menopause. Some people are like, I don't know what you're talking about. I never had one hot flash. I'm and, and I'm like, what? But everybody's different. There isn't one thing that can say, oh, I'm going to take a pill and it's going to fix it for everybody. So just know that, you know, we're all different. Some treatments aren't safe for some women, but they're fine for For others. others. Some won't work for some, some will work for others. So plenty of you guys say hot flashes. I love, and I hope she doesn't mind me calling her by first and last name, but I love that we have somebody named Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I love that. That is one of our ladies in our community, because I always picture Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, and from like the Scarface days, right back in the day, um, she said, hot flashes, Maria said, weight gain, joint pain, hot flashes, insomnia, and fatigue. You know, I hadn't thought about the joint pain, but I have been. Experiencing oh, I have. Joint pain. Yeah, definitely. Joint pain is one dry, cracked skin. That's from Amanda. Uh, and I that, hear you talked about that. We have Perhaps a little gold bond. Like right. <laughs> but um, yeah, right in the nook of your thumb, she said, you know, like the little areas of. of now your, I'm looking at my thumbs. I know for me, when the, the skin gets really dry, it's like around my like mouth or I can sometimes feel myself peeling in places. And I think that that's definitely one of those things that's individual. Right. I that Although I, we do have parts in our body that produce less oil. Right. Still. I think that also since we're on dryness, I, I feel like everything like dry eye. I never had dry eye before I went into menopause. Now it's something that's become like chronic. Mm-hmm. And I have talked about it here before because it's chronic. Like some days are fine. Other days it's terrible. So everything's dry. Your eyes, your hands, your even my feet. Or, or yeah. I'll get weird rashes every now and then, you know, that like where I'll just start itching. Yes. That, that's the dry skin. Yeah. That's the other thing. My forearms for yes. some reason. Yes. Um, let's see. Lisa says being hot, cold, urinary incontinence. That is certainly something you want to talk to a physician about, but certainly can happen. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think it happened. I think that's gravity. Uh, yeah, too. yeah. And I think that ha- that happens a lot. Belly fat and fatigue from Anne. A lot of people talking about weight gain. Uh, there's discussion about metabolism on there. Lack of sleep. Well, that's, uh, I think that's could be one of the worst ones because when you don't get sleep, then you get the grouchiness and the irritability and the anxiousness. You really, sleep affects really everything. And yes, you, it, it is such a problem um, during premenopause, menopause, and even after postmenopause, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jen said, "I'm sorry, Jerry says I'm squishier. I just don't build muscle as quickly, right? And that's that's true that's too. Part of it. I really, uh, I, I mean, I could go on and on reading these about the emotions and the anxiety with no trigger, right? These Which are, that's normal. That's so all normal. very normal. Yeah, all it's not normal. fun. It's not a good thing, but it's normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I cannot tell you how many times in perimenopause. I mean, you know, and and perimenopause is that time period before your last period. Yes. So you're still menstruating. You're just getting there, and you're starting to realize that okay, things are changing in my body. Right. This is where you're really uh, starting to wonder. Am I about to go through the quote change? Right. 
menopause itself is that you have not been getting your period right. anymore. Like flat out, right. it's gone. Yep. And then post-menopause is where you are. Yes. And I am as well. Yes. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I thought because you were a couple years younger that. Well, I I don't, I, you know, I, I had a hysterectomy years ago and I didn't, I kept my ovaries and so I didn't immediately go into menopause, but I think that kind of sets a lot of things into motion. Yeah. And so it was hard for me to know. So I had blood work done and I found out in my late, late forties, I was perimenopausal. Okay. And so I have to assume because I think I'm kind of over the symptoms now. Right. That or the fact that I've been to see my physician and right. I feel like I'm on a, the right course for yourself, for myself. Yes. But, but let's talk about some of your thoughts and, and, um, experiences like on the other side of it. Well, some of these are on the other side, but some of these are also when you're in the, the heat of it, okay. you think there's something wrong with you. Like it's you and only mm-hmm. you. And that would be lack of confidence because I noticed that from, um, a story I was reading, how come menopausal women are suffering from lack of confidence? And I think it's because everything's changing. You're not the norm for yourself anymore and you don't really understand what's going on and you don't know if it's normal and you don't know if you're the only one feeling these. And that's why it's so important to go to a doctor because they can reassure you, but lack of confidence kind of stumbles into everything. In my opinion, do you liken that to when like you're a freshman going into high school versus you're a senior at that school, you're the new class coming in. Yep. Yep. I just think that your clothes are a little not fitting, right? Right. You're the start. It's the start of something that you go out in public and not everybody's staring at you or you're not getting the attention you used to get something shifting and it's causing you to feel insecure. And I don't think people really talk about that side of menopause because what it is, is you're actually entering a different part of your life and you have to go with it. You have to find a way to navigate it so that it works for you. And so you might try new things. You might dress differently. You might have to force yourself to get up and put a little makeup on whatever it is to feel better about yourself and not feel insecure. Is that something you recommend you? Cause you've always been that person that says, put your best foot forward every day because it will make you feel better all around. I'm Absolutely. the, you know, we are very different. Yes. You're a professional organizer. I am a radio personality. I go to work in my pajamas half the time. <laughs> you know, we obviously aren't, I, but I agree with you. I always do feel better when I do. So you're suggesting, look, if you're in that mind frame where you feel less than or invisible when you go out, why not take a little extra time before yes. actually hitting the door? Well, I, and I even put this because I am 61, so I'm at a different point. But even if you're in your 50s, I mean, you know, there are days we don't feel like getting out of bed. Or if we do, we just want to put sweats on and put your hair up in a ponytail. I'm not saying you still don't have days like that because I sure do. But, you know, you're always going to feel better when you wear clothes that make you feel good about yourself. So that's why I deal with a lot of women in their 50s and older when I do a purge and, and reorganizing of the closet because women in their 50s, need a little bit of guidance towards shifting their clothing, what they'll feel good in, what they 
like best to feel good in. And it's different to me Mm -hmm. than when you're in your 20s, your 30s, even your 40s. And it doesn't mean you can't look fabulous because you can. It's just shifting the way you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror and you're wearing something. So to me, that's really important. And Mm -hmm. even if it's putting on mascara and some tinted moisturizer, that doesn't take long and it may in some lipstick or Mm -hmm. lip gloss. And it really makes a big difference. So I think making a little bit of effort, even when you don't feel like it is worth it. It really Mm -hmm. is worth it. It just makes you feel good about yourself. I agree with that. So, I don't know who's adhered to it, but I agree with it. Yeah. I And I don't think anybody does seven days a week, but it, it really can shift the way you mm-hmm. think. What about some of these um, these physical feelings? Did you get to the other side of some of those? Or are you still experiencing them? No, you She's know, laughing. one thing I, I'm laughing <laughs> because when I was reading the comments on the Facebook page, one of them was, I cry at everything. Mm-hmm. I cried everything at everything, even things that weren't sad, I'd start crying. And at that point, I really did think, is this just me? I mean, there must be something. But now that I'm 61 and I'm out over the other side, in some ways, not every way. So we'll talk about that in a minute too. I literally never cry anymore. Really? I mean, it's so bizarre. It takes a lot to make me cry now that I'm postmenopausal. And it doesn't mean like things still don't make me sad, but I mean like boohoo. Boohoo. No, it would take a lot for me to boohoo at this point. Um, so I do think that's a good thing when you're postmenopausal. I also think if we're going to say another good thing, not having your period, not knowing yeah. that your period is going to ruin your vacation, that mm-hmm. you're going to have cramps, that you're going to bleed through your clothes. I mean, there's a lot of bonuses in not getting periods anymore, in my opinion, because I used to be the girl who got the worst cramps and was out of commission for like two days. And this lady, by the way, if you're not watching us on YouTube, well, even if you are, you you can't see her pants. They're white. She's in her white pants <laughs> all the time. As can be. I want to get back to the not crying thing, because when we were talking about this just right before we started recording, I was saying, I'm trying to remember if I ever saw my grandmothers cry. And I wonder if, you know, you get to that age where you're in menopause and you're emotional. But beyond that, that's when all of that wisdom and experience and life's toughness kicks in and you've been there, done that, seen that. Now, granted, our grandparents have been through things we can't even imagine. Um, But even to, even today, you know, generation, just even one, one ahead of us, it doesn't, it doesn't phase them as much anymore. Like the little insults of life, the little daily affronts that we get so bent out of shape over when we're hormonal. Well, and that's one thing about post-menopause. It's like you almost have this checklist in your mind and you're like, yeah, that's not worth crying over. You know what I mean? Not, not giving that tear for that, you know, whereas in my fifties, oh my God, I could spend an hour crying. You know, Mm -hmm. it just, it's such a, to me, perimenopause was the worst because like you said, you're still getting a period. So you can't, say you're in full-fledged menopause and they can't really do much because of hormones and stuff. I thought that was the worst, but I think every time you don't feel or look good to yourself is the worst. I mean, it could be in your fifties, your sixties, your your seventies. Your muscles are stiff. If you feel 
bloated or if you right. have night sweats. Right. Which you, I still get, by the way, and I'm 61. I still get up at least once a night with a hot flash. So some things I feel like you just have to accept sometimes mm-hmm. because one's better than five. You know what I mean? Yes. So th- there is hope. It's just, um, to me, it's making sure every single day I do something to make myself feel good for myself, not mm-hmm. for anyone else, but for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. What other, what other um, points do we want to make sure we get across before we check in with our pal, Dr. Rebecca Richmond? Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram. And use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds, that's Hearts, the number four, and Minds.org to learn more. Well, we were talking before, if anyone out there knows who Rosanna Rosanna oh, Dana yeah. is, we were talking because when we were prepping for this, I mean, I looked at the list and it was like something out of a Saturday Night Live skit. Okay, I've, I can't wait to hear you do this. Well, but first well of all, I don't, say, I really can't. You're going to. So, so for those of you guys that are listening that are, that are under the age of, I want to say 53. Yeah. You, this might be lost on you, but she was a great character on Saturday Night Live in the Gilda late 70s. Yeah, in the late 70s. She had this giant hair. Which and, I do have if I cut it short, by the way. <laughs> and she would just go off on all of these subjects. So you have a laundry list in Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana style? Well, and these were just ones, I, even though I looked at the Facebook group, these were ones that I've experienced. Okay. And so when I was thinking how I'm going to tell you this, okay. I'm like... I've got dry eyes. I've got dry lips. I don't sleep. I get hot flashes. I'm sweating. My I'm losing hair in my hairline. My gray hair is escalated. I have no patience. I'm out of sorts. I have no memory. I'm tired more often. I have skin issues. I, my sex drive is off. I'm hungry all the time. I have no patience. I mean, it just sounded like the complainer list. Yes. And it, it, ma- it like reminded her. me of her doing Can that. Can I try it? Can I oh, see yes. the list? Here. Hi, I'm Rosanna, Rosanna, <laughs> Dana. I got dry eyes, dry lips, can't sleep. I mean, your list is so funny, uh, but that's how she used to do it. I mean, that the reason why I wanted to list everything is so people know they're not alone out there. I have felt everything they have felt. And I'm not one of those people that said, huh, menopause. I never even knew what it was. I never experienced it. I don't know. Or I took this one thing and I haven't had one hot flash or I'm happy all the time. I never experienced that. So I wouldn't even know what that is. So my, my issues were a little bit different because as somebody who is an endurance athlete, I, that's a fancy way to say, I just like run stupid amounts of miles, but not to the point, like some of these people you see with a hundred milers, not like that. But I do have friends that do that kind of thing. And all of us have been hit hard 
through menopause, different phases, but we've all really, really struggled, especially with the heat this summer. Yes. Noticing things that have been more difficult to do. And we all came upon this book by Dr. Stacy Sims called Next Level. And that is specifically about working out and athletics, but it had great information about menopause. And one of the things that it talked about was that back in the day when they would study men versus female athletes, they would only study the men because then they didn't have to deal with things like hormones and cycles and things like that. So there previously to just pretty recently, there had been nothing out there for women who were trying to perform at athletic levels that were menopausal or even just having their period. So there's a lot of information out there. And, the, you know, our mission is to not try to tell you what to do, because obviously we're like we said at the beginning, not doctors, but. We know that there's information out there. You just have to find it, find it. So should we check in with Dr. Richmond right now? So again, this is Dr. Rebecca Richmond. She's uh, a wonderful physician, OBGYN, who has shifted her focus now more towards um, helping people, not just sexually, but menopause, menopause, I can't speak correctly. And um, she read over everything. I noticed that she had commented in our ladies only Page, So I reached out to her to say, can you give us a little bit more insight? So here's what she had to say. Hey, ladies, Dr. Richmond here. I just got done reading your comments on Uncluttered and Unfiltered. Yes, menopause is not for the faint of heart. It's not bad enough that we have wrinkles as we age, but come on, do we need hot flashes, insomnia, mood swings? These are all super common symptoms of menopause. There is good news, though. There are ways to help. There's medications we can take, some behavior modifications, vaginal dryness, pain with intercourse. We don't want to have intercourse because we feel like we look terrible because our metabolism's changed. Please don't hesitate to speak to your doctor. There are ways to get around this. There's ways to fight this process ways to help us sleep better, make those hot flashes go away and make intercourse more pleasurable. That would be fine. Hey, (laughs) I'm on board. I would be okay with all of those things. And one thing I I have to say, always check with your doctor because everyone's different. But so for me, I also had a certain different situation because I have a family history of breast cancer. So I don't have the options a lot of people have. So I've had, I've worked with a doctor because of that, because if you have cancer in your family, you can't do some of the things like you may be able to do or somebody Mm -hmm. else. So uh, that's why I feel that everyone goes through this in a different way because everybody's options are going to be different. Right. And you and your physician can sort those options out for sure. Yes. Let's not leave anything on the table. What else do we want to make sure that we are covering on the subject of menopause, which I know we said we could go on and, and on, on and, and on. on. You know, I think we pretty much covered Did everything. We get, get to brain fog because I don't remember. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> I think brain fog is probably the number one thing that you think right away. Oh, my God, I have Alzheimer's, you know, yes, right away. Like you don't think menopause. You think, oh, my God, I have early onset Alzheimer's. But if you really look at the menopausal symptoms, yes. that is totally one of them where you can't remember things, uh, you know, right away, like you used to your memory starts to go a little bit. And I just feel like everybody in this community 
I mean, Can we're relate. all together. We're all together in this. And there's, they're talking about menopause now more than ever. It used to be a taboo subject that nobody talked about. And now celebrities have their own brands. And so this is not a taboo subject anymore. And it shouldn't be anything anybody should be ashamed to talk about. And also, I, I have noticed that on certain like sitcoms and shows, it becomes like almost like a, a joke where it's like, ah, menopause. And it's no joke. It's the real deal. I mean, it's almost like back when we were in middle school and boys first learned about what it meant when women were, quote, on the rag. That's so crass. But do you remember if you were even in a bad mood for a very legitimate reason, there were going to be people that yep. would point fingers and say, somebody's at her time of the month or your yeah. friend must be here. So not every situation where you're angry, upset, anxious is because of menopause. Sometimes there's really an issue that needs to be handled. Right. But, but having said that, if it's something that has like, um, Pookie said on our, on our ladies only page, not, no trigger at all. And then you're just suddenly anxious or angry or angry. Yeah. Anger is another big one. Like my poor husband, it was like, he would walk in the room and I go, why are you walking in the room? I can't believe you're walking (laughs) in the room. And he'd be like, okay. I mean, like stuff like that, where just you're incredibly annoyed and irritated. Or if I have my earbuds in and I'm listening to a podcast or a book and my husband tries to speak to me, I'm like, stop speaking to me. Hold on. Right. And he can't tell because he doesn't know I have this in. Yeah. So I do give men some compassion at that point, starting in the fifties, because I mean, it's, it's a tough go for them too. I'm just going to say that. I mean, they have really, they can either be extremely supportive, which is very helpful Or if I were them, I just hightail it until it's over and then come get a hobby, man, (laughs) get a hobby, take up (laughs) golf, go bowling. (laughs) Exactly. Well, everybody, we love you. We really do. I I mean, the more we hear from you, the bigger our hearts get over this podcast and, and this passion project. So thank you. Your reviews mean the world to us. We do see them. Your five stars help other people to find the podcast. Subscribing helps you to be reminded when a new episode is released, which is almost every single week. Very rarely do we miss. And uh, we just appreciate when you tell friends. Yep. Find us on all your social medias at Uncluttered and Unfiltered. And until we meet again next week, remember, I mean, you, you may it may not be as easy as with some other things as far as doing this thing we always ask you to do but even with menopause you can let it go and don't look back Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered. 
the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.